Let's Talk, the devotional podcast ministry of Bible Fellowship Church. Let's Talk is designed to give you some spiritual truth to consider every day, Monday through Friday. On one of our bookshelves, there's a book entitled How to Read a Book by Mortimer Adler and Charles Van Doren, first published in 1940. It was immediately a bestseller and is described today as a living classic. The title, How to Read a Book, implies there must be an incorrect way to read a book. I started thinking about that recently after listening to a podcast by Nancy Guthrie where she outlined the importance of reading the Bible looking for the consistent storyline that flows from Genesis to Revelation. So, is there an incorrect way to read a book? Or specifically, is there an incorrect way to read the Bible? You might be thinking, of course not. How could there possibly be an incorrect way to read the Bible? At the risk of sounding a little bit negative, I'm suggesting that there are indeed a few things we would be wise to avoid when reading our Bibles. Things that we might even go so far as to classify as incorrect practices. First, let's consider the attitude with which we approach our Bibles. If we read our Bible with a cynical attitude, looking for contradictions or things we find objectionable, we will miss the point completely. While God is certainly able to take the hardest heart coming with the most cynical of attitudes and change it into something beautiful, the point is that for Christ followers, the attitude with which we approach our Bibles matters. It matters, at least in part, because of the impact our attitude makes as we leave Bible reading. Inner cynical, it's very likely you'll leave the same way. Inner looking for God, and it's very likely you'll leave with a sense of awe. Secondly, we do a disservice to practically any book, but particularly the Bible, if we read it in a hurry, paying little or no attention to what we're reading, just reading to check it off our list of things to do, or as if it's an assignment to complete. What if your best friend sent you a book that he or she had written just for you so that your relationship could grow deeper? What if you read the Bible like that? Do you think it would make a difference? Third, let's avoid skipping parts of the Bible and instead read all of it. Now that may sound legalistic and maybe even a little harsh, but there's something to be said for reading all of a book, especially the Bible. Look for a consistent, systematic way to read your Bible that allows you time to linger over the passages, all of them. Leaving out the parts you don't like to read puts you at risk of overlooking how the whole biblical narrative fits together, and worse yet, can lead to an unbalanced view of God. How much richer the relationship will be when we read to know God from every passage. It may take longer to get the full picture from some passages, but that's the way relationships are. Next, let's not overlook the context of the verses being read. Forgetting to consider who wrote the passage and the original audience addressed could lead to misunderstanding the meaning. For example, the time frame a passage was originally written is significant to its interpretation. It matters if the passage was originally addressing a group of believers or unbelievers. It's also important to consider the type of literature being read. Is it poetry, narrative, or doctrinal? These are all things that take just a few minutes to discover, but the benefits are worth it. Finally, 
Let's not read the Bible and ignore the help the author has intentionally made available to us. As followers of Jesus, we have the Holy Spirit to help us understand what's being said. 1 Corinthians 2 verses 12 and 13 say this, Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we might understand the things freely given us by God. And we impart this in words, not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the Spirit, interpreting spiritual truths to those who are spiritual. What a tragedy it would be to read the Bible as if it's just an ordinary book and miss the sweetness that comes when the Holy Spirit helps you understand a passage that used to be a mystery. Let's not miss the opportunity to spend time with the author, asking him to open our minds to understand the scripture, just as he did for the disciples, as recorded in Luke 24. So, is there an incorrect way to read the Bible? In short, yes. Let's heed the warning about the importance of attitude and avoid hurriedly approaching the Bible as an ordinary book, as if it were an impersonal assignment to complete. Take the time to check out the context of what's being read and how all the Bible fits into one consistent, beautiful narrative. If we do, it's quite likely to result in a sense of wonder and awe that comes when we linger with the author, accepting his help as we look for God in every passage, remembering this really is the greatest story ever told. Let's pray. Lord, we join with others from the past who've prayed that you would make the book live to us. Show us yourself in your word. Show us ourselves. Show us our Savior. And make the book live to us. Amen. Thanks for joining us today for Let's Talk. Remember, come what may, the Bible is no ordinary book.